Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Louisiana Ladies. My name is Melissa Torito and I am the creator and host of this podcast. I am joined each episode by Lainey Edelman, our outstanding self-taught podcast producer. We would love for you to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a new episode. We would also appreciate a rating and review of the podcast when subscribing. We're also on social media, both Instagram and Facebook at Louisiana Ladies Podcast. Additionally, you can reach us by email at louisianaladiespodcast at gmail.com. another episode of Louisiana Ladies, and um, I guess we'll just go ahead and formally announce that we do have another co-host. Oh my God, who is it? (laughs) (laughs) Kate Cook has has joined the Louisiana Ladies team, the uh, non-profitable Ladies team. Look, this is literally a dream come true. (laughs) I love it. I'm excited. And, you know, Kate could have a dream job that... Didn't pay her anything. anything. Right, exactly. But no, I love it. I'm excited. I'm very honored. And um, yeah, excited to be here. I mean, we did treat you to lunch. Yes, exactly. With a glass of wine. Yeah, and a photo shoot. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So, (laughs) let it be known to Kate's glass of wine was the biggest. About twice as big (laughs) as mine. Same. And I'm the one who paid for it. I know. That's what I'm here for. The free wine. (laughs) Don't like But, all right. We will have many episodes with Kate. We're really excited about this. But we do have a guest today. And this guest, um, is Lisa your boss? She owns Kinetic Physical Therapy and I work there. So, Lisa, the owner of Kinetic Physical Therapy, reached out to us. I love it when people reach out to us. I don't want to say us, but you know, the Louisiana ladies Instagram. So she, she said, I really would love to be able to come on the podcast and talk about specific pelvic, pelvic health, pelvic health. Yes. And, uh, I was like, okay, great. Let's get you scheduled. She's like, no, Mallory's going to do it. And I'm like, oh, okay. So she's speaking for Mallory. So we have Mallory Giglio with kinetic physical therapy and you are safe. Say you're, a DPT? Yeah, it's a my degree is a doctorate of physical therapy, a DPT for short, yes. So before we get started on all the things about you, I want to ask about that. So that doctorate in physical therapy, is that what, in order to be a physical therapist, does everyone have to get that? Yes, okay. uh, it, it was a master's and okay. it has transitioned to a doctorate degree now. So it's um, your undergrad and then you go to physical therapy school, and it pretty much all the schools in um, in the states now are a DPT program. So, so how how long is that program? Three years. It's three years. Three years. Yes. After your undergrad. After the four years. Yeah. Okay. When it was considered a master's program, was it still three years? It was two years. Was two years. So they had added some pharmacology, some other things. the The goal for the American Physical Therapy Association was for physical therapists to be more primary care 
oriented mm-hmm. so that we could get, and we do have this law in Louisiana, direct access law, which is really cool, meaning that you can go directly to a physical therapist mm-hmm. without having to get a referral from a doctor first. So um, wanting to get us the experience and the knowledge of you know, screening for lots of things. So if you had needed to go to a, another specialist instead of going with physical therapy, then we would be equipped to do that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it is. How so, long ago was that change made? Um, I think we've, um, don't quote me on this, but I think we've had the law here, direct access law, for about um, seven, eight years. Okay, relatively mm-hmm. recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. I didn't yes. know that was. So before that, you had to have a referral? Yes. Which means you had to go to a doctor. You had to go, yeah. So it, it's, the yeah. idea would be, if you know, if you wake up and your shoulder's hurting, um, that you can call a physical therapist and have an evaluation, and hopefully that would be the end of the road for you instead of going to your primary care, referral to an orthopedic, getting an x-ray, MRI, medication, and then getting a referral to physical therapy. Wow. So the idea would be to get PT first is kind of like their idea. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that makes a lot of sense, and it puts the patient a little bit more in control of what they want to do. Absolutely. That's my whole goal is for, you know, if you have a good relationship with a physical therapist that you could reach out to them and say, you know, hey, my shoulder's kind of hurting today. Can we have a, you know, and that might be shorter sessions or shorter amount of time you're in therapy than like waiting so long, having all these bad movement patterns because of pain, and then finally getting to a, around to a physical therapist. It might take you some time to like learn how to strengthen and move better again. So that's the idea is to become more, learn about yourself, learn about your body, and be able to be empowered to to take care of yourself. I love that. We love this. Yeah. I love those things. Yes. We love these things. Okay. So let's get a little bit of background on you, Mallory. Yes. Where are you from? Um, so I was born in Baton Rouge. I lived in Walker. Grew up in Walker, Louisiana. Um, went to LSU uh, for undergrad, kinesiology. And then I went to Mobile, Alabama for physical therapy school. Okay. And so I started working at Baton Rouge General. Um, I was there for about four years and then I did a couple of different, uh, settings while I was fresh off of maternity leave. Um, and then I kind of stayed in an outpatient clinic in, uh, Gonzales for a little while. And so during all that time, I had not had my pelvic health certifications yet. I was just doing outpatient orthopedics, neck, back, shoulder, knee pain, all that kind of thing. And it was, uh, in between my first child and my second child, where I, at first I was, no way do I want to do pelvic health. Absolutely not. I don't want to go there. Um, But then I had my own issues and I wanted to learn how to help myself and help other people like me. Uh, So I said, you know what, let's go ahead and scared and everything just went and did my pelvic health certification. So that was uh, different courses you could take to do that outside of school. Um, But I went to three courses that equipped me to evaluate and treat uh, pelvic health dysfunction, Is this a newer certification? And the reason I ask is when Missy and I taught at St. Joseph's, I felt like there were a lot of teachers who had recently had children that would tell us horror stories Mm -hmm. over lunch. And nobody at the lunch table said, and because of that, I'm seeing a physical therapist. Whereas now, flash forward, I cannot have a dinner with friends without somebody talking about the fact that they're seeing Um, a physical therapist. So has there been a movement recently toward that certification? Was it newly invented? (laughs) It's not newly invented. It's been around. I mean, so whenever I first started at Baton Rouge General, uh, it's just interesting. The pelvic health PT there, her name was Susan Giglio, and we're not related, but she like hired me. Yes. And she she lives in Oregon now. And um, so, but we still keep in touch because she always, she was like my work mom, but no relation. Anyways, but so that was, you know, back in 20. 
2010 when I started working and she had been doing it for years. Okay. Um, so it's not a new thing, but I think it's just becoming more talked about just mm-hmm. with like, you know, everything. People uh, mental health is becoming more talked yeah. about. Or it's just coming. I'm going to say accepted or like more yeah. accepted to be talked about. Yes. And then I need some background on all this pelvic stuff. That I have. <laughs> so I do not have any children. I don't don't know if that necessarily means I won't have pelvic. Absolutely, you are not exempt. <laughs> <laughs> everyone with the pelvic floor, which is every everyone, yeah, men everyone. and women. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I learned that today. <laughs> today. <laughs> men have a pelvic. You pelvic are going to learn today. Floor, yes. yes. Uh, so yeah. Um, Pelvic floor are the muscles on the bottom of our pelvis. So our, you know, if you put your hands on your hips, that that's the top of your pelvis. Those little bony little prominences that stick out. So that's the top of the pelvis, um, and then like the bottom where you know everything everything's else. covered up. <laughs> <laughs> where everything Listeners. yes. So that is, um, you know, muscles are at the bottom of that outlet. So it's kind of like some makes a ring and skeletal muscles. Skeletal muscles are. Uh, voluntarily controlled, like you tell your bicep to contract and it contracts and moves. Those, so these muscles have voluntarily con- like contract and they can relax. And even they're very traumatized with childbirth, pregnancy, etc. cetera, uh, but it doesn't have to be. It's very controlled. A, a, a lot of effect of stress, anxiety, like all of those type kinds of things. I'm done. <laughs> Let's go ahead and start. Melissa <laughs> hurt stress me right now. Here's my card. Uh, so, I mean, it can kind of set. You just don't, I mean, you, you might have tight shoulders from anxiety. That might be a thing, you know, but also people can clench and hold pelvic floor muscles. It's just the same. And so that can create issues with urinary incontinence, constipation, pain, pain with intercourse, um, pain in the back, pain in the hip. So all those types of things can kind of show up. Okay, yeah, because the first, because I kind of knew about the urinary incontinence. Mm-hmm. Why are all these words so, like, <laughs> I don't know, they're just medical Okay, but that's basically where you can't necessarily struggle at the trampoline park. Right, so like you might be on yourself. Yeah, yeah so okay. that is, uh, incontinence is defined as any intentional loss of urine. Wow. So if you don't intend to lose it, that's incontinence. Okay, so, and that has is a result sometimes of childbirth or your it's your pelvic muscles not being able to... They're not coordinated. It. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be traumatized. It could be like you may hold tension there. It could be like a, a hip injury in your pelvic floor muscles. There's a couple of hip muscles that start in the pelvic floor and go out to your hip. So even with like a hip pathology, like you have um, a torn labrum or arthritis in your hip that can carry over to your muscles that go into the pelvic floor, they can become tight and dysfunctional. And if they're not coordinated because they're not working properly, they won't do the job of holding your urine whenever you're intending it to be held. Do you feel like that's the number one symptom that most people... It's a very common symptom. Because it, it is common. Yes. But you said others like pain during intercourse, pain in general, like... Constipation, constipation. is a big one. Mm-hmm. Okay, but let me, let's, okay, let's talk about constipation. Really. <laughs> let's talk because about Because I feel like... Um, also, my husband makes fun of me because he says I do love to talk about poop. I'm sorry. <laughs> same. Same. And we used to discuss it at St. Joseph's we quite did. often. We discussed it with my best <laughs> friend Allison when I lived with her. He was like, oh my God, stop talking about it. But do you think that, I'm just thinking here, so like somebody starts suffering with constipation, let's yes. say they've never suffered with it, I feel like the first thing they're going to do is they're going to go to a medical doctor. Mm-hmm. They're going to go to like a gastroenterologist. Right. Like that pelvic... 
I don't know if that would occur to a lot. Like, I feel like this is very useful information. I don't know if that would occur yeah, to well, a lot. Yeah, well, so, and that is to this DPT and, and like, what we're screened to, you know, what we're, we're taught to screen and everything is, um, you know, talk about all things that can contribute to constipation. So it could be what's going on with your diet. Do you have, um, like, a, a gastro disease that that needs uh, medical more medical intervention um do you need a referral to nutrition is it a stress thing where your pelvic floor is so tight that it won't relax in order for you to eliminate stool yeah um it could be positional it could be uh meaning that if your body is not in the right um way yeah. that it's difficult to, i mean you think about think about childbirth and how the positions that you get in for a child to exit your body. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a, you know, sitting up tall, you know, I mean, it is, you know, kind of crunched over and knees are up. But that puts pelvic floor on a relaxation and allowing things to pass. So think about the same thing with bowel movement. So sometimes it may be, um, you know, lift your feet up a little bit. I don't know if you've heard of squatty potty. Yeah. my favorite no, thing in the world. Change your like life. pictures of these Thing. Yes, yeah. you should get one. Do you have one? No. You, you should get one. I can't believe you don't have a squatty potty. Okay, and when I tell yeah. you, it will change your life. And you will wonder how you lived before. How did I poop before? Like, it's true. It's, it's true. It's a game changer. Do you and have one? I don't have one, but I've used one before. Wait, so can somebody explain to me? I'm semi, I'm very <laughs> ignorant. Well, and so I'll tell you just a little bit about myself. I, I do have Crohn's disease, mm-hmm. but it's been very managed just for the listeners, just keep me. I have to have a colonoscopy in like a month. Um, so I'll be out of pocket for an entire day. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. But um, so I don't know anything. What is a squatty potty? It's, I mean, it's literally just a little step stool. And they've designed it so that it tucks up under your toilet when you're not using it. So it's convenient. And you literally, it just raises your feet and knees so that you're in a better position. To poop. And you do it, like, do you feel like you get everything out? Like, what much is, better. Much mm-hmm. better. Yeah. Yes. And also, I mean, just never bear down. You know, like, you shouldn't bear down. Right. And so it makes it so you're not tempted to. Yeah. So, I mean, those are all the questions I asked, too, on an intake. Can you get it on Amazon? You can get it on mm-hmm. Amazon. You can get it at squattypotty.com. I've got, like, a little code. Squat, like who invented this? It's it's a, it was I think it was a it was gastroenterologist. Yeah, it was on Shark. It was on Shark Tank, yeah. and um, it was a I think it was a, a colorectal surgeon or a gastroenterologist. Oh, not yeah. sure, like a doctor. I've been to both of those. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, so it it thankfully in a rest in a normal resting position for us, we have muscle that kind of wraps around our rectum, so like stool is not so easily to mm-hmm. like fall out. Right. So, which but is a when good thing, which is a good yeah. thing, especially if you're <laughs> on the looser side. <laughs> Um, if your stool is on the looser side, I mean, um, but like in a sitting on the toilet, uh, you want that to relax. So stool is easier to pass. So you're not straining because straining produces a lot of strain, repetitive, like elongation, hemorrhoids, all those things. Yeah. So you don't want to strain the squatty potty. It lifts the legs up and kind of unkinks that muscle that wraps around the rectum. So it it opens up. Logistically makes a lot of sense. Yeah, squatty potty. So I kind of feel like with anything, right? I mean, we're talking about constipation and pelvic, but people probably, I would think that a lot of people just get used to certain things and don't realize how much better their life can be if they can try to fix it. Squatty potty is definitely one of those. But yes, also all the pelvic floor things. All the pelvic floor (laughs) things. Like, 
oh, I'm constipated all the time. Must be da da da. I'm not going to go look into it. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I say the urinary incontinence. I just think that a lot of women who have babies, that's kind of what happens after you have a baby. That's what they think. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I think it's accepted. I think it's just common. Okay. It's very common. But it's not, but like our, my thing is it's common, but it's not normal. And common, it, but not mm-hmm. So it's. Hashtag common, but not normal. I love it. Oh, Is that one a good bit? It's, it's good because it is like, uh, and it's accepted too by, I feel, maybe your medical professionals that you would go to and say like, oh, I'm having leakage after my baby. And you're like, well, welcome to motherhood. I mean, and it's just, mm-hmm. okay, that might be one person's opinion on it, but uh, I like I'm very thankful for this type of platform to be able to say it is not normal and there is help for it if you don't want to to deal with it. Well, and I think we've talked about this a little bit. You know, I had a health coach on at one particular point um, and, you know, a few other people, more of the, um, I'm not saying, not functional medicine, maybe it's mm-hmm. more holistic. And don't get me wrong. I, I will openly admit that if I have a sinus infection, there is nothing I love more than to walk into a lake after hours and give me a steroid shot. Please, okay, yes. like happy to do that. Mm-hmm. But I do find, and we we talked about this. Um, we had a guest on who's uh, her mom. You know, had a funny feeling in her breast, and it ended up being breast cancer. And the point of that podcast, and she ended up passing away. And it really is. I think. Don't think we can say this enough. I think this platform is a great great way to say it. You are in more control of your health than what you think. Yes, you have to be. Just And you have to, you literally, you as your person, you literally have to advocate for yourself. Yes. In the doctor's office. And I find that can be hard because not all doctors, no offense to anyone that's listening that is a doctor, I have great physicians, but not all doctors have a great bedside manner Mm -hmm. and not are all open to other, you know, possibilities. Absolutely. and then a lot of times I needed to shout that out. Yeah, I mean, that. and they're yeah, common but not normal. Common but not mm-hmm. normal, and be your own advocate. And and if you if you don't know, like find like keep keep finding doctors, find a PT, physician, whatever, chiropractor, whoever that's someone who's going to listen to you. And if you don't know where to find, if you know if if we reach the end of everything I've tried to do for you and nothing is working, I'm going to try to find someone else for you. And I have like networking with uh, the uh, awesome health professionals in our area, um, mental health, chiropractors, functional medicine physicians, you know, everybody. I and mean, we're all on a team. The good ones. Yeah. <laughs> People yeah. who are going to listen to you and yeah. address what you're coming in for. Um, I think that's important for sure. You might need physical therapy. I keep kicking Mallory. Under it's all right. <laughs> oh. um, okay. So let's talk a little bit about... Um, well, I guess to continue the, the pelvic health, mm-hmm. so we talked constipation, the urinary incontinence, and you said pain during intercourse mm-hmm. is like something that is just not normal. That's not normal. And a lot of times that's, <clears throat> it can be um, after a pregnancy delivery, but also it can be of, of in younger, newly married, uh, or, you know, starting into intercourse, never having intercourse before, or just um, the, like we were saying pelvic floor can have tension, anxiety. You can be like, you don't know that you clench your jaw. You might be also clenching your pelvic floor. Um, and with, uh, intercourse, introdu- introduction to penetration in those areas may be tender, painful. It would just be like rubbing on a tight muscle. It just feels a lot different in pelvic floor. Could feel like stabbing, ripping. There could be, yeah, it, it, and it's, so intercourse may not be enjoyable for everyone. And I think that's something too that as that, that is like emotionally heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. Yeah. And and a lot of times, so that is something hard to talk about. 
um, amongst females. And especially if you're in a group, maybe like most everyone is loves it has, oh, yeah. has a great time with it and but like there's they're many, like they like over us they're like we do it five times a week <laughs> yeah and then there's like you know someone in the corner over there who's like she like, grits her teeth really every hurts. time that and but she wants to be there for her husband she wants to be able to but it just it hurts so bad and she's not able to enjoy all those kinds of things so um that is Definitely something physical therapy can help with assessing why, you know, what is it that's causing pain. So it can be tight muscles. It could be not having enough mobility in your hips to even get in a position to have intercourse. It could be um, just the muscles there being tight. So uh, stretching around the perineal muscles, just all in the bottom. I'm kind of doing with my finger like a little (laughs) circular motion, but like, um, I, I do a, and we didn't, we're not get into it yet, but on my examination, I'll use my, my finger, a glove finger with lubrication to, to feel in the vagina, to feel what's going on. And it's been really interesting and talk about being empowered to say, um, yes, it hurts right there when you touch it. And that's exactly what it feels like when we have intercourse, that's painful. And so I said, okay, well, let's, let's talk about some things that we can do to relax this, address this. And we'll do some breathing, and somebody some is stretching. so relieved that you have just told them. Yes. Because gosh knows what they were thinking. Like mm-hmm. it's, we talked about this when I had like my tooth issue. I would have just expected the dentist to be like, oh my God, what is wrong with you? I bet you they probably imagine me and you, somebody being like, well, that's weird. Yeah. That shouldn't be the case, you yeah. know, and there's something wrong with you. I can't tell you how many uh, tears in my office. It's just, oh, you can help with this. Oh, I don't have to like go through the rest of my marriage feeling like gritting my teeth with sex every time. Yeah, that's. So it's, I mean, it's super like that's, I, my job is awesome. I, I don't feel like I work. I just feel like I get to hang out and visit with people. And help them. Yeah. And help them. It's amazing. So. Okay. Yeah. So those were kind of, those were kind of the big symptoms. So. Next step is, you know, so I assume somebody comes in and they tell you what's going on. Yes. You do an exam or what. And so after that, I, I would assume people get on some sort of a treatment program. Right. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Okay. A plan of care. A so of I, care. you know, I do a full, full intake and I'm very holistic. I mean, I was ortho, ortho PT for about six years before I even started doing pelvic health. So I kind of, I see everything, everything goes together. So I'm not one to say, let's lie on your back and do a bunch of just Kegel exercises on this machine. Like we're not doing that. We're, we're learning to breathe, move and function with like everything involved, posture, feet, all the things. So, uh, I do a full on assessment and I ask about all the questions. So even if you're just coming just for constipation, we're going to ask about intercourse, urinary diet, uh, stress, all the, all those types of things, what's your sleep like, um, and uh, yeah, so once we do all that, come up with a plan. Generally, I will see people once a week because uh, in our, in my pelvic health practice, I can't really see. <laughs> I'm not seeing multiple people at a time. Right. <laughs> it's very one-on-one. We're so. setting guys. Are you okay with that? <laughs> <laughs> so we're just, no. Um, <laughs> let's all take off our underwear. No. Uh, so it's very much, I jam-pack an hour of education uh, and you take that and you can digest it for a week or two weeks if you need to. And then we come back and troubleshoot. So how did this exercise work? How's your leaking with this now? Um, what questions? And so, you know, maybe three to six visits. Uh, and it's, it's not always very much. That's typically how long I will see 
oh, pelvic really? health patient. That, mm-hmm. And it may not graduate. take that long. I, I mean, and sometimes <laughs> it wouldn't. your life. Yeah. Um, they, and it may not even be, I mean, it, of course it's different with everyone. If we're talking about a chronic pain situation, that might be a little different because we're, we're working through a lot of patterns and a lot of things. So pain is a little different. But if we're talking about incontinence that has come up, pain with intercourse, that's that's the only time that it happens. Um, sometimes constipation, like a lot of those things, it may not be very many visits, assuming that you do the homework. As, that, you know, as, I was about to get to that. <laughs> assuming that you're like, okay, I'm all in, I'm going to do this. Um, boot camp is what I call it. You yeah, know, that you just, and patient adherence. Yeah, you know, and that they have to adhere to the, they, they can't expect to go but, see you and then come back a week later and not do anything. They typically, by the time someone's brave enough to come in and do something about it, they're ready to do the things. And if not, I'll have that conversation. It's like, you know, it's, this is going to be good for you, but it might not be a good time for you. And we'll, we can re- we can start over at another time. So no worries. I mean, because it's, both people got to come to the table with it. I mean, sitting here with Mallory, she is the least, very knowledgeable, not intimidating. Not like, intimidating. I feel like we could have just hung out today. I would love that. <laughs> Which kind of brings it back to that direct access of yeah. like that people can go straight to you, yes. you know, and yes. not have to go to a doctor first, talk about all these things they're already maybe feeling uncomfortable about. Right. It's just one less person. Yes, yes. I love it. There is a disclaimer with that. Some insurances may would re- require you That's to have it. Just about to ask Medi- that question. Uh, for sure, Medicare, maybe Medicaid, I'm not sure. Um, the clinic, uh, Kinetic Physical Therapy that I'm with is... Uh, we accept, we are only in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield. Doesn't mean that you can't come, um, but that insurance is covered. Uh, Blue Cross, uh, everything else it would be uh, cash pay, which exactly. a lot of uh, freestanding great pelvic health PTs in our area are. A lot of them are only cash pay, so that is um, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I was going to ask if insurance, you know, how that would work. Um, Okay, so going back to the Kinetic PT, the, the company, it's mm-hmm. a concierge physical therapy. Yes, clinic. we call it, a, it's a boutique clinic, it's uh, in concierge physical therapy, meaning, um, concierge meaning that there's really no agenda, like we are kind of on call for you, um, it's uh, Lisa, uh, Lisa Jane owns us, or owns Kinetic, and not owns us, uh, <laughs> and Kelly uh is a, our physical therapist assistant, so and she does personal training, and so she, you know, we would do PT, and if once you're well enough, you want to get into like a, tra- a training, then you can like move to Kelly. She'll get you like a training sessions and teach you how to lift properly, all the all the things. And I probably need to go see Kelly. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, Kel- Kelly's awesome. I'm. I would definitely. Where At least coming. We're off of uh, Perkins, uh, one Perkins place near Baton Rouge Clinic, right across from Solu. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a great little area. Um, but yeah, so uh, concierge, you can, what I like about it, because um, I have ortho and pelvic health, so if you're coming for, you know, your pelvic issues, but you come in that day and you're like, so I feel pretty good with my pelvic situation today, but my back is killing me, my neck is killing me. We're going to switch it up today, and we'll just work on your neck. Whatever you come in with that's a problem for you that day, I'm, I can I can work on that. Because that's another thing of direct access that we are able to do. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, okay, well, next week, uh, get your referral for your ankle, and then when you come back, I said, no, I'm going to go ahead and, and evaluate your ankle today then, if that's you already have an appointment for it. Um, also, meaning concierge, you can, um, I work, I have a couple hours on Sundays that are open and I share my cell phone with most of my patients because yeah. it's a small, we're a small clinic. 
clinic. Yeah. So um, you text me like, my, you know, my jaw's locked up. Can't open my jaw today. Okay, well, meet me there Sunday. I'll, I'll get my husband to watch my kids. I'll be up there, see you in an hour. Um, put some needles in it or massage it, stretch it, do the thing. I was and gonna ask about dry needling. Yes. Do you do that? I do do that. I'm a. I love me some dry. Needling. I love me some dry needling. It yeah. saves my hands a whole lot, um, and it just is. I, it's to me, it's like the difference between a seasonal rub on the outside and Cajun injector, like really getting the flavor in there. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's effective. Gets down to the point, uh, and ha- I mean, it can leave you sore. Have you you've had it before? I had um, some. I don't know what I did. I was I have exercised. I got married sixteen years ago, and like a year later, I started get into exercise and I love moving my body and we've talked about these things on the podcast Good. but I was working out with a trainer and didn't hurt myself while I was working out with him or I didn't feel like I did I, I will never forget this I went to go get in my car yeah and I twisted funny and I it was like this back muscle kind mm-hmm. of by your I'm gonna say by your rib I don't really it's know okay. yeah. you know <laughs> but ultimately like I feel like I have a pretty high tolerance for pain I couldn't sleep mm-hmm. I it hurt to breathe yeah so take a deep breath. It hurt to breathe. And so I was referred to a physical therapist. His name is Steve. I really like Steve. He's very nice, like not intimidating. And he tried to like get it back, you know, do yeah. this thing that I saw on YouTube. And I was like, mm-hmm. I, and I'm like, I'm like tensed up, you know. And so finally he did dry needling. It took three sessions of dry needling. And knocked so it out. That was, that was that. Um, I've always wanted to know if I could get dry needling on my piriformis or my hip. That is yes. literally perpetually tight. Yes. Let's do it. Tight. Yeah. Oh, we can do it? Yeah, we can okay. do it. So I <laughs> write it down. Schedule, Schedule appointment in Mallory. Night. Absolutely, yes. So I do um, dry needling for the whole, like, you know, limbs, neck, back, all the things. But I also have a pelvic health dry needling certification, too, that I had done, which is intense, I will say. Um, to Because as PTs, we don't have models when we go to courses. Everything that we learn how to do. We have to have done on ourselves, and we have to practice on our partner. So um, all the pelvic exams that I do on people, I've had done to me. Oh. So vaginal exams, rectal exams, dry needling to the all the all the parts that are all covered things. up right now. Uh-huh. Yes. All, things. all those things have been done. Um, so I know what it feels like, so I can, I'm there, I'm there with you. I can explain what it's supposed to feel like and... Uh, know why we need to do it, explain, okay, if it hurts, this is why, let's breathe through it, let's do whatever, so, um, to help with. So how do people, how does one go about making an appointment? So, uh, do we have to call or can we go online? You can go online. (laughs) You can call, you can do whatever you want. You can (laughs) drop by the clinic, don't drop by the clinic, because we're, we don't have a secretary, but we do, everything is online, so it's, um, I didn't even bring my card with me, but if you look up kinetic physical therapy, Google that, then the website, uh, it's in Baton Rouge. And there's, you can schedule a book online, um, or there's a phone number on the website, and you can you can call us, you can email, um, and it's Lisa or Kelly will usually get back. And if whatever day time you need, we'll try to we'll try to our best to make it work within your within your schedule. It's Just awesome. Love this. Love this. Okay. So and so and Kelly, go back. Kelly does. Personal? She's a physical therapist assistant, okay. so okay. she can carry out treatments. So she doesn't do pelvic health and she doesn't do dry needling. Okay, but you know, if if you are if you are you know listening and you have shoulder pain and your shoulder neck pain and you're trying to get stronger so that you can lift weights, I would do your evaluation. Kelly can carry out treatments, and so she's uh, that's a, a, a therapist assistant. Okay, that's what they, their role is, is so they can. Um, they can carry out treatments if when once they need to be reassessed every six visits, then I you check in, make sure that they're progressing along 
ways. We adjust uh, the plan of care if we need to, and then she carries on. And then once discharged from, from uh, you know, physical therapy, meaning that there's no more pain, um, then you can progress into like a physical training type of thing where you're, you know, she puts you on a, a regimen of, you know, I think she does some, some uh, diet that she has a whole like lean and tone of these ideal protein as uh, supplements and everything to help with building your muscle mass, all that. Yeah. So, okay. So she can help you with that. Interesting. She's you awesome. Sound like a little full service place. It is yeah. a full service place. It is fun. And it doesn't seem like I, I, I enjoy being in your place, but I really wish you could come. You should, y'all should all come and see it. And if you're interested, mm-hmm. you should come, like you should just call and say like, I want a tour. We give tours all the time, but it's a cute, sweet little place. Feels kind of like you're going to get no, a no, massage. I'm going to make an appointment. Like, I'm not lying. I'm on. Yes. My peer, I, I'm going to say it's my piriformis. Again, once, like, I know what the hell I'm talking about. I'll but find it. it promise. Is, oh, yeah. It's both sides. I go to us. I do. We had a massage therapist on um, last week, and I've been seeing her for seven years. And don't get me wrong, she does a great job. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I think you just, I, and because I exercise, like, even this morning, I was doing, like, step ups, and I was like, oh my God, my butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Just constantly laughs> Maybe you need your pelvic floor checked out. Possibly. <laughs> Maybe it's the pelvic the no. piriformis actually starts in the, is it considered a pelvic floor muscle because it in it comes from the inside of the sacrum. So that's right on the end of pelvic floor and then goes out. Mm, you look scared. Okay. Don't be scared. It's okay. <laughs> I got you. No, I'm not scared. <laughs> I've literally, I, I, again, I have lived with this tightness for so long. Mm. I'd say 10 plus years. Mm. 10 plus years. And that's part of the reason why I can't really run anymore because it's mm. tight. And it hurts. And it feels like a, um, I ran a half marathon when it was really tight and sores in my left, the left cheek. I mean, it felt like, yeah, to me, it felt like a, a ball of something. I could barely walk after. That's, yeah. I'm just going to go out of a limb here and say that's probably not normal. I, I said this whenever we had Corey on that, like, the way that I feel running now is not the way I used to feel like 10 plus years ago, where yeah. it felt really good to go outside and run. Like, it hurts me now. Yeah. Might be need some little stabilization work, girl. I got you. We'll do like two sessions. Could, like bring you back do to like running. two sessions, and you're gonna get back to it. Mallory's gonna, gonna change my life. Yes, got this. Get back to and running. the squatty do potty you. as well. I'm gonna like, write it down. That will also change your down. life. Down, oh, Mallory and the squatty potty. I love. Are you gonna get a squatty potty, Lainey? No. Like, no. <laughs> um, Nate's a self what I'm getting Lainey for Christmas. Okay. A squatty potty. That's how I got introduced to it. I left a gift exchange with a squatty potty and I was upset. And the person who brought it was like, you are not going to be upset. Call me in a week. Yeah, and that's my issue with it. I've used it. <laughs> I like it. I have a very small bathroom. Um, it is in the way. Uh, they also have a travel squad. They have oh. a travel one. It folds <laughs> up, and then you can just tuck it behind. Yeah. And okay. Like, okay. If needed, there's maybe a day or two that you've had, you know, maybe not as much water as you should, and you're yeah. having a little trouble, then slide that thing out. I kind of feel like sometimes that happens hormonal fluctuations. Absolutely, it does. Yeah. And yeah. I get very frustrated because um, I really hate that feeling. Just mm-hmm. going to go up. Okay. Yeah. I just hate it. Yeah. It makes me feel, ooh. All right, so... Anything else that we want to say about this other than to do? Melissa's going to schedule an appointment, um, get a squatty potty, and every single person that's listening to this, if you've been living with something, it's probably not normal. It's probably not normal. Yeah. Common, not, it's always said common, not normal. Common, but not normal. And I, I love questions. So, I mean, I have an Instagram account that is a physical therapy, Mallory Giglio DPT, um, and I mean, I would love to answer questions. Is this something physical therapy can help with? That doesn't bother me at all. I would love to answer those kinds of Seriously, questions. Seriously, I can tell you I'm looking at her. It's not going to bother her. It's not going to bother me. Basically been, I feel like we were kind of best friends in some other life. Please. I yes, feel like okay. you're very empowering, too. Like, 
especially when we talked about just listening to your body and being an advocate for yourself. Absolutely. I feel like we could say that every week on this podcast. Yeah. Just because of all the things. So, but. Good for y'all. I told Lainey when she sent me the questionnaire, and then I had seen your post earlier this morning, and I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm really excited to be here. I was really nervous. Um, Okay, so let's kind of move on to some fun stuff about Okay. Okay, so how many kids do you have? I have two children a seven year old little girl, Lily, and a little boy. Lily! Oh, I love the name Lily. Okay. And then a little boy, he is three. His name's Gusto. Oh, oh, I love that. Okay, that's, is that a family name? It's it's kind of a family name. My husband's grandfather's nickname for him was Gusto Magic. That is a Just a random Gusto Magic. And so we just, we dropped the magic, although I said I would have named his middle name Magic, magic but it. it's Gusto Joseph. And yeah, he's three mm-hmm. and he's potty training and, and it is challenging i do not treat pediatrics is okay is, right. yeah. that's, that's so i can, I can go ahead and repeat that yes <laughs> if you need a pediatric pt for pelvic health i can help refer you to someone but i do not do that but just bare minimums of like if, if there's a there's a squatty potty for children it's called a squatty potty miss and it looks like a hippopotamus it's really adorable oh, oh i love that <laughs> i love yes that. so i mean that's all i can help with okay Alrighty, so this is interesting because you said your favorite vacation you've ever been on, well, one was the most recent one, which was Brevard. Brevard, North Carolina. I just got back yesterday from it. So I had um, my daughter and I, so it was a a mother-daughter weekend, and we went, uh, met my friend in Georgia, and then she and her daughter, me and my daughter, drove up to Brevard, North Carolina, stayed in like an Airbnb Airbnb cabin with mountains everywhere. I mean, it's so flat here. So just like, yeah. I'm super excited to see a hill, you know? Oh, <laughs> I love the mountains in the summer. Yes. In fact, I want to go to some mountain place every summer. How is the, how's the weather there this It was summer? beautiful. I mean, I mean, it was like maybe in the 60s in the morning and it was oh like gosh. maybe in the 80s, maybe in the afternoon. It was... It's a 10-hour drive from here? <laughs> I, it was It was like a one-hour flight from to Georgia and then a three-hour drive, three-and-a-half-hour drive. So it wasn't bad. Georgia's we just, what, like a seven-ish hour drive? Yeah, yeah. six, I think. So Okay, yeah. so y'all flew Baton Rouge to Atlanta? Yes, Okay. to meet my friend. Yeah. So we had well, like well, a little girl. did it right, because then you got like the taste of the road trip, but not the like, you're right. ready to get out of this car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like what y'all, well, so, and I'm saying Brevard because my sister, um, my sister's sister-in-law, they actually just moved to Brevard. They loved it so it's much. So they had cute. a vacation home up there. Um, and my sister loves going up there. They yes. went there a lot, a decent amount during COVID just to, you know, kind of get away from everything. And mountains, it's just, I'm, and we I'm not so a, happy. We would be so much happier if we didn't have a hundred degree weather with a hundred Yes. Well, I'm not, so I'm not a super outdoorsy kind of girl, but I was there. I just well, was like, the, the, yeah, the weather the stops you here. Yeah. I mean, it was just, I, we, we found like. We went on like a five minute hike, found the cutest little creek, and we stayed there for hours. And the kids were like sliding on the little rocks, and you know, we were just sunbathing. It was amazing. I could have stayed there all day. That sounds, (laughs) yeah, it was nice. I can see why you put it on your favorite vacation. Yeah, and I just got back from it (laughs) yesterday. So, but yes. But you say your all-time favorite is New York City. I do. I loved New York City. That was a lot of fun. I feel like it is, um, I don't know, it's just the hustle and bustle is all fun, but for short period. I've only been on weekend trips, which is like more than enough. So yeah, it's yeah, been, it's fun. Run out of money. Yeah, run out of money. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a huge um, musical theater like nerd. So uh, yeah, we 
and thankfully my husband is too. So <laughs> he's into music, like very musical. I would not so. say Patrick is into music, but we did go see Jersey Boys, and I think he enjoyed. I mean, that's a good one for a guy. I'd mm-hmm. say Jersey Boys is a good intro yes, to too. musicals if you want to start somebody and then you start know, in. Yes, Jersey Boys is my go-to yeah. recommendation for first, especially like with a male partner. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have not been to New York in quite some time. I do love it though. I've been three times. I'd like to go more, but yeah. it was fun. Yeah. Um, okay. So I love favorite. I love to talk about food, and I'm str- I'm always hungry. We right before lunch. I didn't have time to eat breakfast, so um, I love fried eggs. She said anything with a fried mm-hmm. egg. Like- I do like a fried egg. So uh, my grandmother made. Uh, we would spend the night at her house. My grandmother would make us. Three kids would be spending the night, and she'd make three different meals, and I'd always get sop eggs. That's what she would call them. And she was, they were fried eggs with white buttered toast and just sop up the uh, the Yum. yellow, the yolks in the middle. So I, I guess from a young age, it's just kind of like a sentimental food I like. And so I, my, I mean, eggs are just uh, good. I like oh eggs nice. anyways. <laughs> my father-in-law um, makes egg in a nest. That's I love that, too. I remember yeah. my friend yeah. growing up in high school. I was like, what are you doing? She was like, I'm making... Eggs and eggs in the bread. I yeah, she got something like that, that. and I just that's so cute. But here's the thing: I told him this this past weekend because he made me one. Okay, it doesn't seem that hard to make, right? And I can cook, but for some reason, it's so much better when he makes it. It's Absolutely, like, it's like the perfect. Just it's perfect. I told him that, and he's mm-hmm. like, it's also the love. It's the love. Yeah. There's something else that he made, and I forget. I'm and the fact that you didn't have to make it. I always say that things are so much better when I, I don't like have to make it. A sandwich and a salad are like. So much better when someone else makes them. Okay, Tiana Lahe, a friend of mine, and I have this whole thing about salads only being good if somebody else makes it for you. Like, mm-hmm. when you make your own salad, it's never going to turn out right. But when someone else makes it for you, mm-hmm. I think it's the, you don't have to do it. And then also the love. I do believe that. Yes. Yes. I believe the love thing, too. Um, sorry, I'm just once trying to figure out this Facebook. I got a notification that Kinetic PT is waiting for a reply for us on Facebook. Ooh. Oh, on top of it. Lisa's, Lisa's on top I of it. I mean, it's because she just shared our story. Oh, that I just posted. Sorry, Lisa. While we were I don't recording. know what I'm doing. Oh, and we have Annalise. Annalise is our social media coordinator. She kind of helps us out a lot. She's a little college student. She's great. I need an Annalise. Yes. Not that Laney's good. <laughs> Sorry, Laney. Dang. No, it's not that Laney. you could do this if you had. She if she didn't Lainey have another full time job. Different in directions HR. right now. That yeah. was no offense yes. against you. But no, when I say I need one, like I need one for like one. me. So I yeah, me. Same. Same. I love taking pictures and I love sharing on yeah, my social Annalise, media. But sitting down and doing she, it is just a nightmare. Can you ask Annalise and be like, hey, there's this girl. She's old and she needs to be more active on social media. She helps. She's helped me out a little she she uh put a link tree on my instagram so i can have like you click on the link and there's all the all my my squatty potty link that's what rachel eggy told that. us rachel eggy <laughs> told us that we needed a uh like an intern that was yeah. in college to really yes. take the podcast to the next so level. quickly too thank you rachel eggy so i'm, I haven't done it I'm trying we're trying to get annalise on onto into uh pt so she comes observes <laughs> a little bit so she's uh, trying to apply for how a did you find this annalise lisa lisa founder all right, Lisa. Lisa, Lisa, Lisa is Lisa's amazing. Got she, it figured out. Is Lisa a physical therapist? <laughs> she is a physical therapist, a doctorate of physical therapy. But yes. she doesn't want to. She didn't want to. Co- we're talking about you, Lisa. She didn't want to <laughs> I, guess, I feel like I need to go talk to Lisa. Yeah. So, Lisa, funny story. Lisa and I met on Instagram. So she started following me uh, on Instagram, wow. and I was in practicing in Gonzales, and she said, "Hey, I'd love for you to come. You're, like your Instagram is so cute. I'd like for you to come check out my clinic." So I talked to her for an hour, and she was like. 
would you like to come work here? I was like, absolutely. I'm going to quit my job and come work over here. Wow. So that's what happened. <laughs> Lisa right. is a go-getter, Lee, and I she love is. it. Lisa found I love Annalise. It. She found Mallory. And wow. Callie heard Kelly's kind of, uh, like, she started Kinetic, and Kelly was like her... They they really started big. Okay, during we need a COVID. full shout out for Lisa. Lisa, Lisa what? Lisa Jane. Lisa Jane. I is love her name here? too. Oh, she is not from here. Okay, but she's here now. I don't know. Okay, Lisa, shout out. I'm Lisa. trying to. I know she went to school up north. I can't remember where. Sorry. That's okay. Yeah. I love I mean, her spirit. I, 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 don't I don't know. Lisa, I do. Yeah, but I already Maybe. love Lisa. I do too. Okay, <laughs> you will. Me so much shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good God, babe, you got so cheesy on the podcast. <laughs> so, okay, so this was fabulous information. Okay, good, and it's, and really scratch the surface. There's a whole lot we can get into, but that's we'll save that for another. We'll save that for our visit. Yes, the visit, <laughs> so people can reach out to you. Um, and thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me so much. Schedule, yes, Mallory. So before we leave, though, I am going to say that Kate Cook. I don't know why I call you. Do I ever just call you Kate? I don't know, but it's it's a pretty common it's, name, so it's good that you specify that it's me. It just kind of goes <laughs> to people. It rolls. It sounds yeah. good. You, it's have, you have the fir- one syllable the one first syllable. and last. Yeah, it's it's good for branding. Okay, and you can call me. What do you call me? <laughs> Missy T. Right, she calls me Missy T. I have a lot of nicknames, by the way. So when she said Missy earlier, I was like, I hope Mallory picked up. That's me. Yeah, <laughs> I was here. catching it. Yeah. Okay, good. Some people get a little confused. Okay, especially people. It's what I put on your Christmas card every year, Missy T. Patrick is especially <laughs> like people like that knew me in high school and mm-hmm. I was Missy Major and now I'm Melissa Torito. I mean, that could, could sound like two different people, but yeah. anyway. So, Kate on my our catch up episode when I came back from Hawaii recommended several podcasts, mm-hmm. and I am telling you, I am loving normal gossip. Okay, this is a podcast for people to me that you don't want. Like, you do kind of have to follow the story a little bit, but it's, like, it's perfect to go. I I listen to it on my walks in the morning. Mm -hmm. And just a little preview, Kelsey is the host. Mm -hmm. And she has guests on each time as she's telling the story. So, it's interesting. And, like, the the story isn't about the guests. So, it would be, like, Mallory, you come on. I'm, like, Mallory, listen to this story. Okay? And then you get. Like, you're gossiping. Yes. Like, you're gossiping. Like, adorable. I love that. Gossip. Okay. So, um. Shout out to them. They don't know me. They have no idea who I am. But it's very entertaining. They is very entertaining, and they have been successful. It sounds, I'd say it sounds better than this one, but I still think ours doesn't sound bad. From oh, yeah, Louisiana. like the production quality. The production. Oh, yeah, production quality is high at Louisiana Ladies. Yeah, that's what I you thought, know? too. Shout out to Lainey. Shout out to Lainey, <laughs> because she's the one who said this is what we need to run our podcast. But um, anyway, that's that'll be my... If you're looking for something lighthearted that you cannot listen to with your children, you cannot oh, listen to good those. Yeah, grown up yeah. podcast. Yes. I'll put that on my list. Yes, grown up <laughs> podcast. So, but thanks again, Mallory. Thank you for and having me. Plug all of your information yeah. so people Same can find you. Um, so, Kinetic Physical Therapy. We're on uh, Perkins Road, uh, and then I would say my Instagram is a good way to ask me questions, and it's Mallory Giglio DPT. All right. Awesome. Any parting thoughts, Kate? I feel like I learned a lot. Good. Pre-record um, <laughs> and on the record, you, you know, and <laughs> I love the, I'm stuck on the direct access thing so that, you know, these things that people can often be afraid to talk about, they can just go straight to your beautiful, friendly face. I mean, I walked Thank in you. and talked about 
why I'm wearing long sleeves today in the summer. And, you know, it had to do with personal grooming. <laughs> that's how we start. And that's but I okay. felt like I could tell her that immediately. Yes. I was like ready Thank to you. chat, you know. Yes. So. <laughs> and I'll probably just share. I am always the same. People are like, I didn't shave. I'm so sorry. I'm like, if it would make you feel better to see my hairy legs, we can do that. But I don't I care. It. I yes. do not care. I'm a mom of two. I get life. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Life gets in the way. Life is a yeah. lot. So I love it. All right, everyone. So well, we fun. hope that all of our listeners have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye.